0: Welcome to the Improvement Imminent podcast. I'm Philip Weigel, here with my brother, John Michael. Together, we set out to create a better program that can bridge the gap between gyms and help more athletes improve their fitness. Each week, we ask ourselves, what can we do better? And we challenge each of you to do the same. Our mission is to share our knowledge from our nearly two decades of experience as CrossFit athletes and coaches to help you approach each day's training with more purpose. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Improvement Imminent Podcast. We're going to lay out a new week of training and we're excited because we're getting ready to lift some really heavy stuff. Yeah, um, so on Monday, our focus is going to be, we're going to work some barbell technique, we're going to be doing some um, hang snatches, so we're going to be working from the hang, it's all about position and technique, alright, so we're not going to work with super heavy load, we're going to keep it light and we're going to just try to dial in on those positions. We're working that along with a Tabata, or actually rather four Tabatas, four different movements where you finish one Tabata before you move on to the next, um, and you get a little bit of rest between them just so that we can move at pretty sharp paces as we start each of those individual Tabatas. Into Tuesday's stuff, where some strength work is going to be focused on finding a three rep max on our front squat. We've been lifting heavy, so let's see what we're able to lift now. Use time between your sets to do mobility work. Yeah, um, that's so important for making sure that you guys can lift heavy and consistently. Following that, we're going to go into a little workout. It's going to be on the minute, alternating between lifting a barbell and doing a body weight movement. Um, So a quick 10-minute kind of sprint rest, sprint rest, um, working your way through that. On to Wednesday, we are going to be doing... Um, some gymnastics skill and strength today. So we're going to focus on a little bit of body positioning, body awareness, how do I manipulate myself in space, and then we're going to follow it up with a rowing interval, one that we've seen many times. It's a great one. It is a great test, a great benchmark for you guys. Yep, 6 by 500 meter row. Mm -hmm. One of my favorites. Absolutely. Then Thursday, deadlift and heavy, finding a five-rep max on our deadlift. So same thing that we kind of said for... What was it, Tuesday? With the front squats? Yep. Uh, lift heavy, mobilize between your sets. All right. be aggressive with your lifts. Let's see what we can put up. We're gonna do some gymnastics skill work with that. We're getting upside down, working on handstand stuff. Uh, this this coming month, we're going to be focusing on handstand holds, handstand walking, control overhead to try to get us ready for a wad near the end of the month where we do have some handstand walks. On to Friday where we will be doing some barbell skill work. Um, so because it is skill work, once again, like we mentioned on Monday, we're looking for a lighter load. We're looking for positioning. We're gonna follow it up with a benchmark workout. Um, one of my least favorites, probably one of Phil's favorites for that reason, it is Karen. <laughs> it's gonna be 150 wall ball shots for time. Yeah, we'll talk more about that later. Uh, Saturday, teams of three, so bring in some friends. We're doing three rounds for time. We've got 30 kettlebell snatches. 15 synchronized sit-up and press, then 30 reverse goblet lunges, 15 synchronized sit-up and press again, and then 30 pull-ups. Different movement there, the synchronized sit-up and press. Basically what it is, uh, when you lay back on your ab mat for the down portion of the sit-up, you have a plate on your chest or a kettlebell or a dumbbell on your chest, and then you have to sit up and then press that object over your head, uh, like we're doing a strict press, or kind of like a push press because you get a little bit of that sit-ups momentum, but it's a little different. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be kind of like this last Saturday, or we, two ago, where we got to play around with a weighted candlestick roll. Yeah. Something that'll just change up a little bit, give you guys a different feel. Well, this'll be interesting because you have to synchronize with two people, so you're trying to is stick it, to the same pace. Is it synchronized at the top? Uh, I mean, we're not there judging them, but... Well, you might be judging people. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I would say you should try to synchronize at the top of the press, yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we laid out the week. Uh, now we want to go back and pull out some specific things that we want to talk more about. Um, this week, our biggest priorities are three rep max front squat early on in the week, five rep max deadlift uh, at the later end of the week, and then the next day following that, Karen. Yeah, let's start with our 3 at max front squat. Um, we laid out this structure where you guys are going to be on a three-minute clock, and you guys are going to do every set the three minutes. So um, it, it gives you, we'll say, two and a half minutes of rest um, to get weight and to mobilize. Yeah, and so I'd say you, it takes 30 seconds to figure out what your next step is, mm-hmm. put your weights on your bar, Yep. And something gonna... around there. So you've got two minutes of quality time to spend mobilizing. Um, working with your coaches, maybe, well definitely, our needs are all different. So we're not necessarily picking out the exact same mobility pieces because we don't need them, right? If something works better for you, focus on that piece. It might not be the best choice for Fred, right? He might be working something else because he needs to work on a different position to get better at squatting for today or to look forward um, towards, towards our movements that we're doing after those squats, right? Yep, uh, it's gonna be, our structure is as follows. We're gonna do three sets at five reps and then we're gonna do four sets at three reps. Um, and really what this is, is this is a way for you guys to warm up and build up in weight with more reps at a lighter percentage so that when we get to the less reps at a heavier percentage, you guys are able to nail position. After doing five reps, um, doing the three is gonna be, not easy, but it's gonna be a little easier for you guys to maintain position because you guys have been trying to fight for five. So three is a little more manageable. Um, Really, I'd say one of the biggest things here that we're going to look for is a front squat should not fail in the upper back. Um, I look at this all the time, at least in my own squatting. When I fail a front squat because I lose it off the front rack, it has very little to do with the strength of my legs. It has to do with how good is my upper back position. Um, And so I can't even test how strong my legs are because my position has failed from the top down. Um, So making sure that you guys test this one right is going to be really try to hold a solid upper body position so that you can test your legs and how strong your legs are under that bar. Yeah. it's We're only as strong as our weakest links. Mm-hmm. And if, if that's your your yep. core and your upper back, then you're going to end up dropping your elbows and, and having that bar kick out in front of you. So it's, it's a good place to, to see what you're made of or what you've gained as we've gone through a lot of squats. I know last week, uh, watching the two rep maxes. I had a couple athletes hit their previous one rep max for a double. Um, I had somebody, well, they PR'd a one rep max because they failed their second rep, but it was over their previous one rep uh, that we had tested in. Um, it It's good to see that. Hopefully we continue that into these, these triples and then five rep max, uh, I think, next week that we're doing with the front squat. It's... It's always going to be kind of grueling. You have to have the right attitude, the right mindset. You have to go into that heavier, heavier, heavier set of lifts thinking that you've got it made already. You mm-hmm. have to be confident that you can do it. If you if you doubt yourself, you're, you're much more likely to end up dumping that bar. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'd say the focus there for you guys as far as um, how you guys want to approach your last three rep, we've talked about it before, is going to be give yourself... I'd say at least one round of room. So maybe try to hit your three-rep max on the third third of the four rounds of three. That's Um, what I encourage people to do. If you nail it, great. You get another shot. If you guys happen to miss maybe a lift Um, or if you guys just have something that goes wrong that you know you can fix, try to fix it and hit it again. If it feels light, go up, right? Really test yourself. Give yourself that little room. That way you guys can try to get a true three-rep because that is going to be very important for the future of the program. Um, and how you guys pick weights and stuff like that. So do you think we should talk about the, the wad that's following that? or should we well, first off guys, the workouts are, are listed in the episode notes. So whether you're looking at this uh, or, or listening to this rather on the website, um, you can just scroll down underneath the podcast and you'll see it. If you're on iTunes, then scroll down. it's in the episode notes. So either way, just look underneath this and you'll you'll find what each of these workouts is. Um, We're on iTunes. Yes. Ha! You, you did I'm, that. I'm going to tell my friends. You have friends? Yeah, I'm going to tell my family. There you go. Yeah. Uh, should we talk about that, Wad? No, I think actually what they need to know about the workout is that if you died, you did it wrong. Yeah. Don't... Don't d- die. Don't die. That's... I I would not like to see anyone die. Close. T- close to death, I'm totally fine with Flirt with it, but don't die. Um, no, it, it's, it's a fun one. It follows the time structure where you guys have one minute of work, and then you guys move on to the next movement. So, really, the rest is built into it? No, you got that wrong. You Well, you've got, you've got a minute of work, but that encompasses both movements. And it's really, you've got 45 seconds of re- of work, and then you're forced 15 seconds of rest, and then we do it again. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad, my bad. Um... It's not alternating on the minute. It's, it's not just on the minute. It's on the minute. Um, but... Really what it is is it's just do you guys have the ability to choose a correct number for two movements to choose a correct weight and then can you consistently hit the same mark every time because you get a little bit of rest uh, you're not allowed to run right up to that edge of the minute so it, it's it's kind of just one of those gut checks I think if you if you chose the right numbers it'll feel it's not gonna feel easy on round one but you, you on round one two three you should feel like you could do a little bit more but you aren't because sooner or later you can't do any more and good thing you don't have to yeah it's kind of like that kinda the idea it's kind of like uh, that one workout we did that was 40, 40 minutes and 20 mm. rounds Love well the first time the second time we did it people didn't take it too badly they were like oh that's pretty fun the first time we did it I thought I was gonna puke so that's a little note in my life yeah so um, follow the instructions talk to your coaches have a good time with the workout it's a blast yeah. on to uh, deadlift deadlift yeah um we're building up to a five rep max deadlift so So super similar structure right two sets of seven then four sets of five um probably that third set of five well i don't know on on deadlift it's a little different i think because you don't you don't really fail you don't fail because you don't fail the same way you know yeah i'd say definitely hit try to hit your first set of five as a max your first set of the four just max out no that's yeah. i think that's totally wrong what are you talking about i'm saying you then sh- you can max out four three more times personally i would progressively build up i wouldn't i wouldn't hit my third set as my mm-hmm. as my five rep max attempt because i'm not really going to fail a five rep max attempt unless no. i failed because i got hurt or the weight was just too heavy. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna recover and then suddenly get that. Yeah, and I think you the, don't make the same positional errors in a deadlift that you do in a no. front squat. And the other thing is, it, I think if I try to hit my three rep or my on on set three, if I try to hit my five rep and I okay. missed it, I do not see myself recovering in that amount of time yeah. that I can set back up and hit the five in the next set. That being said, what? uh what we're looking for out of this deadlift is just... It's going to be lower that last bar to the ground, right? So we're taking the final bar to the ground, or you allow them to drop from the top? Uh, set it down. Set it down. Yeah, pick um, it up, set it down. That's that's a deadlift. So make sure that you guys are not setting down and resetting on the ground. Make sure to say mm-hmm. touch and go. Um, I know that can be kind of difficult sometimes, but make sure you guys are maintaining position back to the ground, touch and go. Yeah. Um, and we practice this. Well, that's the point of testing fives, mm-hmm. is, is to see... Okay, how much grip do you have? Because this is going to become grippy, and yep. how much awareness of position do you have, and how much strength do you have in your hamstrings and your back, to properly pull five lifts in a row. You don't you don't get the option to let go. Like it's the, the point of a five rep max is to control for five reps. But you can rest at the top, right? You can rest <laughs> at the top, and you should. That's that's your best place to take breaths to reset to. To engage your core and make sure your back is set before you start folding at the hip. Can we put a video in the can you put video links in the in the notes? Uh, on the website we could but we'd have to have the video produced before we put this out. Well we have I there's a video on YouTube of Dave Castro going for a one of Max <laughs> Democrats and I think he I'm it pretty is. sure he fights for twenty something seconds. It was, it was it was obscene. It was with him, Jason Kalipa, and he fought for like twenty something seconds and then he just drops it he couldn't get it oh man but it is one of it is one of my favorite videos that I might have ever seen so maybe I'll try to find a way to post it somehow so that everyone can can get a good laugh at Dave Castro that was totally besides the point I just I was thinking of it um I was gonna say for this deadlift I we practiced it uh was it Early, it would be two weeks before this podcast is coming up. We did reps from the ground, dropping at the top, concentric only. Mm -hmm. Um, Hopefully, you guys got to build a little awareness of your beginning position because that is so important when you guys are doing sets of multiple deadlifts. Uh, I know if I take a video of myself, I get to see my tendencies. Um, My suggestion for you guys is as you warm up, take a video of yourself. On that first set of five, take a video. Nothing is going to tell you what it looks like, better than a video. A coach can try to describe it, but when you see it, it's Mm -hmm. gonna give you an idea, right? Saying your hips are high, and thinking you're pulling them down is great, but when you see a video and you realize you didn't really pull them down at all, then you can start making changes. So my suggestion to you guys is take a video, you have plenty of time between rounds, that's the great thing about this one, and the front squats. So you guys have tons of time between rounds, you guys have lots of rounds. So there's a little, footage review? Absolutely. Um, I've even done it on things like a six by 500 meter row um, mm-hmm. just to pick out one piece and fix it. And what it's found, uh, what I found through that is I come back and I approach it knowing that I fixed one more piece and I find another piece and I fix it. Uh, and in a month's time, you guys will end up, you know, a totally different lifter, a totally different deadlifter. Um, and I think this is a great opportunity to not only hit heavy weight, but fix one thing, try to just fix a little thing. Or well, is or in even... Phil's case, fix most things because most things that he does are wrong it's not even so much about fixing that thing i think it's it's just becoming aware all right if you you thought you were in a great position and your coach has been telling you different well maybe seeing it will actually show you that it's real and having the awareness to then work on position in the future is huge right we're not necessarily gonna rework our deadlift on a five rep max are we Absolutely not. It's going to be too heavy, and we're just focused on trying to lift it how we know how. But seeing that there's need for improvement, that there's a different position that would make more sense, that's huge. And and sometimes, yes, the phone is the best way to see that because it gives you an exact picture of what you just did. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think people don't use it nearly enough. Well, they use it too much, but they don't use it nearly the, enough. For the right things. For the right yeah. things, that's, yes. Yeah. It's like the Santa Claus when he says, just because you haven't seen it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. That's true. That's very true. So just (laughs) because you haven't seen your flaw, doesn't mean it doesn't exist. No, I've seen my flaw. My deadlift gets a little squirrely. Absolutely. Yes, it does. Mine stays pretty solid, though. I can can lift more than you. Well, that's, you know, we're going to leave that one up for debate because lift, you know, define lift. Is it just off the ground? You know, is it like hitting a standard? You know, what is lift? But that's okay. Let's, uh, Let's go do a... A snatch, yeah. Let's go do a one-rep max snatch. That's you and I... It's not deadlifting, It's lifting. <laughs> How about this? We'll find the middle ground. Let's do a clean. One-rep max clean. All right. That's fine with me. Let's do it. I'd like to see you... I'd like to see you compete there. hmm Meatball. All right. <laughs> on to the last... Um, the last thing we're going to narrow in on for this week. It is Karen. Karen. So this is a little different. We did two lifting... Uh, we'll call them benchmarks, two maxes. And now we're going to narrow in on one of, like I said, probably my least favorite benchmark of all time ever. 150 wall ball shots, four time. Guys shoot a 20-pound ball to a 10-foot target. Ladies shoot a 14 to a 9-foot target. It is purely grit. Oh, I hate this one. Yeah, it's really, it's something that comes down to how badly you want it. Yeah. Um, now... At the same time, some strategy will go a long way to help you get the most out of yourself. Uh, Most people shouldn't step up to Karen and try to do it unbroken, or even do a set over 50 reps. Uh, It just doesn't make sense. It, It makes much more sense to set yourself up with a pace that you can consistently stay on instead of flying out the gates and then crawling across the finish line. So think about taking reasonable chunks and then getting progressively smaller as you go further into the workout. So if you can do 50 reps unbroken and it's a huge effort for you, definitely don't. Maybe do 25 or 30 reps. And then your next set, make it a little bit smaller. And then your next set, a little bit smaller still. The goal in how you set up your sets to go through a workout like Karen is to keep your rest time to the absolute minimum. And if you're progressively dropping a couple reps off, then you kind of have that mental edge knowing that you can go back and pick up that ball and get through the next set of a couple fewer reps. Um, Once you get down to something like five repetitions, for me, I find that five repetitions is the golden number on wall ball shots. I can always do five. I never need a long break, and, and thus I can pick the ball right back up, so I'm only losing three or four seconds every time I do five reps because I'm only taking three or four seconds of rest. So you need to figure out where you should put yourself. I think for a lot of people it should be five reps. Maybe your break is a little bit longer but it's about consistently not letting that break get too long. Yeah, I, you, you nailed it there. I think Karen, for anyone except for someone that goes unbroken or maybe two chunks, um, so a high level athlete that is just ridiculous and gritty, Uh, it's all rest management. That's what it is. Uh, If you rest at all in Karen, it is super easy to justify that next rest being longer and that next rest being longer and that next rest being longer. And next thing you know, someone like Phil's beating you. All right? And that just shouldn't happen. So making sure that you guys just manage your rest. Uh, For me, something that helped really well was when I dropped the ball, I just think about taking three breaths, pick it right back up. Um, And I hold myself to that. And yes, it hurts. Yes, it's hard. I don't want to say that I get back to the ball and I feel you know ready to go every single time, but that being said, it's definitely, like you said, five reps is absolutely manageable. You don't need to be that ready to do five nope. reps. Nope. You can always do it, you just really don't want to. Absolutely, um, and I think we did uh, 15 wall ball shots on the minute for 10 minutes, probably just over a year ago. Um, I remember it just because of people's approach to it. And I remember 15 wall ball shots on the minute, every minute, if you guys remember that one, It left you with about uh, 30 seconds, 28 seconds of rest-ish. And for a lot of people, it crushed them. So that much rest, if 15 wall ball shots on the minute crushed you, think about maybe bringing that down a little bit because that's a Karen volume in nine and a half-ish minutes. Um, And if that one really destroyed you, don't approach this one thinking, oh shoot, you know what, I'm gonna do, you know, I'm gonna do 30 wall ball shots to open up maybe be a little more conservative with a quick rest. Um, I've tried Karen multiple times. I've tried 10s actually. I've tried 25s and I've tried 50s. And my fastest time of all of them was one where I began with 25s and then when I felt like I couldn't do it anymore, I dropped and I just totally altered my strategy. And it was at the beginning of an open workout. Um, And so my fastest time that I've ever had on it is when I went by feel and when I felt like I needed to drop it, I did. I picked it back up real quick. And like Phil said, I did a five, I reassessed and I continued like that. Um, and none of the big, none of the big chunks have ever done me well, <laughs> but I'm telling you, there's money to be made in the fast sets of five. Is it is it possible to do Karen's sub? Let me think. I think like what four minutes and forty something seconds should be about them. Eh, it depends on where our standards are at. Full squat, wall ball hits ten foot target. Yeah, uh, it takes... about four and a half minutes is the. Peak, I think, because that that means that you're also waiting in the squat for the ball to hit you. Because gravity only You've moves so pre-squatted, quickly. yeah. The only to go four and a half minutes, you have to be pre-squatted, or uh, n- not to knock you, ladies, but ladies could do it a little bit quicker because they have one fewer feet to go through, so there's less range that gravity has to move the ball and accelerate it. And this has this has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but. If you did Karen on a planet that had more gravity, you could potentially go faster. That had a stronger gravitational force pulling downward. Because uh, the ball would accelerate faster than it would negative 9.8 meters per second squared faster. Yeah. That if you did, right. If you did it on the moon, you would go slower. But it might be easier to go on broken because the ball would weigh less. So each throw would require a little less power, but it would take more time to come back to you. If you did it on the moon, you might be able to keep the ball in your hands. And just jump up and touch the wall and come right back and you might not actually throw the ball. These you are things a little hop. These are things to think about. When you guys are in the middle of Karen, you guys need to focus on things like this. Like if I was on a planet with more gravity, this would be faster. I don't know why you'd think about it, but it might help you. That's what I'm gonna be doing. I'm gonna be thinking about this conversation. <laughs> You're gonna be the only one. It's like that movie Interstellar. <clears throat> <clears throat> haven't seen it. Uh It doesn't matter. They're on a planet and the gravity's more so then the years are faster and like seven years there is like a minute. The years are... What, what, dude? All right. We're not going to get into that. Yeah, don't worry about it. Just watch the movie. It's like two and a half hours into a four hour movie. That's when (laughs) they meet Matt Damon on this water planet. That's the cool part. All right. Anyways. Um, Oh, is that it? Is that our... Those are highlights? Those are what... That's what we wanted to talk about. Um, I think... I think that does it for the week. Yeah. There's a lot of other good stuff in there guys. The way we balance out the program this week, there's definitely more skill, um a little bit less well, there's intensity, but it's it's managed a little bit differently. We want you to be we want you to be very well prepared to lift those heavy bars. That's what we're yeah. after. So go after those and then once all the heavy bars have been lifted, we're wrapping up the week with that Karen and and you can you can hurt you yeah. can hurt real good and get something great out of it. Yeah. Understanding that the tests like the 5 rep max lift and the 3 rep max lift are just as important as um, the test of fight combat. Um, something that is crazy intense and crushes you is just as important as these lifts. So just wow. understand that. We balance it out by, by giving you guys, right, like Phil said, the lifts are the important thing. And if we gave you too much intensity in a week, the lift would definitely suffer. Yeah. it's We need to, we need to have a lot of things. And... One of those things, very much so, is is strength. Absolutely. Stronger athletes are fitter athletes. All right. Well, that's been another week. Signing off, John Michael, the strongest waggle. And Phil. He's over here, too. We'll see you guys in the gyms.